Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito and also International Voice of Deliverance Radio, 24 hours of uncompromised Christian radio. Amen. You can listen to us at internationaldeliveranceministries.org. Praise God. We want to go right now into our topic of discussion. Amen. And that is conversion therapy in Canada and, of course, around the world. Bill C-4 is called. Bill C-4 it is called. And we want to discuss how this conversion therapy ban in Canada is, and make no mistake about it, a tool from Satan in order to silence the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me repeat that again. Bill C-4, conversion therapy ban in Canada, which is now law, by the way. But the criminal aspects of that law will not come into effect until January the 7th, 2022. And that law is a tool from the devil that will attempt to silence the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Make no mistake about it. It is coming. It is here. And it will be used to try to silence the men of God, the people of God, the women of God who love the Lord Jesus Christ, who want people to be saved, especially in particular those in the LGBTQ community. And I refer to the lesbian, bisexual, gay, transgender community by which people think that we hate them. We don't hate anybody. We love everybody. The Bible says love rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. This is why we preach the gospel. Because we don't want to see anybody go to hell. Hallelujah. The Bible says very clearly, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, hallelujah, begotten son, though whosoever believeth in him should not perish, which means perish in hell, but have everlasting life. This Bill C-4 that has been now law in Canada since December the 9th, I believe, or 8th, I believe it is, uh, his is now attempting to silence the gospel of Christ because it's going to it's going to effectively criminalize those who preach the gospel, those who preach against homosexuality as sin, lesbianism as sin, bisexuality as sin, transgenderism as sin. Now the Bible teaches these things. I don't teach these things on my own, but I believe the Bible. The Bible has the authority to say that. I don't have authority to say anything. But God does. And God has called homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexuality, transgenderism, adultery, fornication. The list goes on. The Bible calls it sin. I'm a preacher of the gospel. I have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior at the age of 15 years old. I gave my life to the Lord. Hallelujah. When my cousins came down from England and witnessed to me about being born again, I received Christ. I repented of my sins. I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again Christian. God called me to preach the gospel. Amen. Uh, as a teenager. Went to Bible school for four years with my wife. We have a family. Praise God. We have a ministry here in Halifax, Nova Scotia, International Deliverance Ministries. Preach the gospel. I'm a Christian preacher. 
I must tell you the truth. I care about your soul. I care about where you will go to when you die. The Bible says it is the Bible says it is appointed under men once to die. But after this, the judgment, we care about every single soul on this earth. As a Christian, we love everybody. No true Christian can hate anybody. The Bible says he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. So therefore, for somebody to say because you preach against the sin of homosexuality, transgenderism, lesbianism, trans, uh, uh, bisexuality, whatever sin it may be, that you hate them as a lie. It's we preach it because we care and we don't want those precious people. People, along with all sinners to go to hell we want them to receive the love and grace of God through Jesus Christ to be saved but make no mistake about it the Bible calls these things sin now we're going to go into what the word of God says and we'll look at Bill C4 in a minute amen what they're trying to say what they're trying to say is a lie first of all the Bible says in Romans chapter 3 amen the book of Romans chapter number 3 Amen. I love the word of God because his word is true. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. It brings forth deliverance. It brings forth truth to our soul. But listen to what the Bible says here now. Romans, amen, chapter number three. And the Holy Scriptures tell us, amen, in verse number four, God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. Let God be true and every man alive that goes contrary to the word of Almighty God. Anybody that goes contrary to this word is lying. Hmm? Anybody that goes contrary to the word of truth, the word of God is lying to you, is lying to me. They're not telling you the truth. They're, they're trying to block the way of salvation so that you can't come to the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, in order for your sins to be forgiven. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 17, thy word is truth. Amen. Hallelujah. The word of God is true from Genesis to Revelation. It's all the word of Christ. Amen. So we're going to look at what the Bible says in, in concerning the sin of homosexuality. Amen. Now, we can talk about any other sin, but we're talking about conversion therapy, how they are trying to say that somebody is born gay and is born uh, transgender or whatever. They're, not, they're born in the wrong body or whatever they want to claim. It's a lie. Amen? Because Satan is using that to damn their soul to hell. Thank God many have come to Christ and have been saved and repented of their sins. Even in the Corinthian church, we're going to talk about that. But let's look what the Bible says. Leviticus chapter 18 and verse number 22. The Bible says, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. I'm going to read that again. The Bible says, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. The Bible says, amen, homosexuality right here, amen, is abomination. And, and it's referring to the act of homosexuality here. The very act itself, sodomy. And we know what God did with Sodom and Gomorrah in the book of Genesis chapter 19. The Bible calls it, amen, called it sin. When the, when the men of Sodom and Gomorrah wanted to sleep with the angels, God's judgment came upon them, fire and brimstone from heaven, and destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Only Lot, his two daughters, were saved. Now, and when, when the angels pulled them out. But here's the thing. That's where we get the word sodomy from. And now they're teaching kids to, be, to commit sodomy that it's fine to do so. Men with men. What does the Bible say about that? Well, we're going to look at that in a moment. Amen. The Bible says that in Romans chapter number one, I'm going to go to Romans chapter number one. This is talking about the issue of homosexuality right now. Okay. Romans chapter number one. Amen. And we go down to verse uh, in Romans chapter one, number one, we go down to verse uh, 24. Amen. Verse 24. 
Uh, this is very important because people think that the Bible doesn't speak against these things, which it does. And they'll say, oh, that was Moses. That was Paul. No. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. What does that mean? It means that God breathed into the prophets. God breathed into the apostles to give us his word today. So God breathed into them. Hallelujah. Gave him, gave him, gave them his word to speak. So when people say, oh, that was Paul. That was Moses. That was Peter. That was, they're deceiving you. That was Jesus Christ that spoke in Genesis. It was Jesus Christ that spoke in the book of Jeremiah. It was the Lord Jesus Christ that spoke in Isaiah. It was the Lord Jesus Christ that spoke in Romans. It was the Lord Jesus Christ that spoke in 1 Corinthians. It was the Lord Jesus Christ that spoke in Deuteronomy. It was the Lord Jesus Christ that spoke in Revelation. And in fact, all throughout the Bible, when it says, thus saith the Lord, and we'll hear the instruction from God. Amen. Now, the Bible says here, Romans chapter 1, and we go down to verse number 24. It says, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Listen now, verse 25. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Okay. The Bible says in verse 26, for this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. Now, this is talking about the very desire, the very affection, the very lust inside the heart of the individual. That very lust of homosexuality is vile. It's shameful. The Bible condemns not only the action, but the very lust of homosexuality, as it does the lust of adultery. Jesus said, if you look at a woman to lust after her in your heart, you commit adultery with her in your heart. Amen. The only one that a man, the only woman a man should lust after is his wife, a biblically legitimate wife. Amen. Only woman that, amen, that, should, that she, a woman should lust after, amen, is her husband. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the Bible says here very clearly, amen. Now, in regards to what I just said, of course, when people are uh, engaged amen they they want to be with that person they're engaged to get married to amen biblically legitimate marriage I understand that but that's what the bible says a man should desire his wife a woman should desire her husband now the bible says here very clearly very clearly it says that for this cause god gave them up into vile, into vile affections for even the women to change the natural use to that into that which is against nature the women change the natural use into that which is against nature what does that even mean it means that the women gave up the natural use of their body. Now, what is a natural use of a woman's body? Well, a woman's body, amen, is made to be with a man's body in the confines of holy matrimony. It's not made to be with another woman's body. It's sin, okay? So they changed the natural use that their body was made for to be with a man in the confines of marriage, a holy matrimony, into that which is against nature. And what do they do? Amen. They go women with women, lesbianism. And the Bible calls lesbianism sin. And so what does the Bible also call homosexuality? Or they would call it gay. Men with men. Verse 27. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the women. Why? Because a man's body is made to be with a woman's body in the confines of holy matrimony. Right. That's simple biology. Nobody, no scientist, nobody on the planet Earth can, can, can uh, reject what I've just said. Scientifically, biologically, a man's body is made to be with a woman's body. Simple as that. I'll never forget, I was on a plane uh, from Halifax and I was flying. We stopped in Ottawa. Amen. Our nation's capital here in Canada, Ottawa. A man got on the plane. We're heading toward Toronto, Ontario, Canada. 
And as we were flying on the plane, I was witnessing to him. And then we got on the conversation. I was mentioning some sins. And I mentioned homosexuality. He said, well, I'm a homosexual. I said, oh, man, he might, he's probably going to ask the stewardess to, 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 go to, a, to ask me to, to leave this seat and go to somewhere else because I've offended him. But anyway, he was a very nice man. And he said to me, he said, I, I don't agree with that. And I said, okay, let me ask you a question. He said, okay, sure. I said, you're a man, right? He said, yes, I am. I said, your body was made to be with a woman, right? He stopped and thought about it. He said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> My body was, of course, hallelujah, simple biology, amen? And, and I told him, that's all the Bible is saying, that, that your body as a man is not made to be with another man's body. It's made to be with a woman's body in the confines of holy matrimony, amen, where the Bible says marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. And that is found in the book of Hebrews, amen? Hallelujah, chapter 13. Amen. And so what we find is this, that marriage is pure. Amen. Only between one man, one woman for one lifetime until death dissolves a bond. There is no such thing as gay marriage. There is no such thing, amen, as divorce and remarriage in the sight of God. It's not, it's not a legitimate marriage. You can't leave your wife and then go marry some other woman, amen, while your wife is still alive. Or you can't leave your husband and go marry another man while your husband is still alive. You're bound until death, the Bible says. And, and to do that, to divorce and remarry, you commit the sin of adultery. No such thing as a common law marriage. Oh, I shocked it with my girlfriend for 25 years. It doesn't matter how long you do it. It's still not marriage in the sight of God. It's sin. It's fornication. And so getting back to the issue of conversion therapy, it's a lie. When people think that conversion, when people say that you cannot change, amen, from your sin, from the sin of homosexuality or from the sin of transgenderism, we're going to get to that in a moment. They're lying to you. The government of Canada is lying. Justin Trudeau is lying. Erin O'Toole, the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, is lying. Amen. Uh, Jagmeet Singh is lying. The rest of them, they're all lying. The Senate, the Queen who ratified Bill C-4 is lying. We're going to get to what Bill C-4 says in a moment. We're going to read about that in a moment. I want to relay the foundation of what the Bible clearly teaches. Anybody that tells you that homosexuality is not sin is not a man of God, is not a woman of God, is not a Christian. They don't know God. They're telling lies out to damn these precious people who are in the LGBTQ community to hell. They don't love them. They don't care about them. They care about this. They care about their job. They care about their position. They don't care one iota about those precious people's lives, but they're going to be damned to hell forever. And when the judgment of God comes, you think, oh, well, oh, well, they may throw you in jail, Benito. You think I really care about that? I don't want to be thrown in jail, but I'm willing to be thrown in jail for the truth of the gospel. So people can hear the truth and be saved by the grace of God. That's my job as a man of God, as a preacher. I must tell you the truth. Hallelujah, you may say, I don't like you. Well, you may not like me. You may not like me. It's up to you. I love you, but you may not like But the, the fact is, you don't, it's not me you don't like. <laughs> it's the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm if I'm preaching his word faithfully and you don't like it, it's, it's him you don't like. It's not me. It's God. Because if I was agreeing with you, you'd love me. you think, oh, he's great. Oh, he, he's for LGBT. He's wonderful. He's a great guy. But the minute I preach God's word, you say, oh, I can't stand him. It's not me you hate. It's God you hate. It's Jesus Christ you hate. That's what your anger is, is aimed toward because he, he is convicting you of your sin so you can be saved by his wonderful grace. You are actually opposing yourself. So the Bible says in Romans 1, the very lust of homosexuality is sin. It's called an inordinate affection. Okay, inordinate affection is, is a kindness toward your sin. You're, you have an affection toward it, a liking toward it. 
When you come to Christ, you hate your sin. When you come to Christ, amen, you realize that you've done God wrong. You realize that the wages of sin is death, but then you also realize the gift of God, hallelujah, the eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, that God loves you. The Christ died on the cross for your sin, that you can be saved from hell and be given everlasting life. You can be delivered. I don't care what anybody tells you. Oh, no, you can't. You keep going back into it. And that's it. It's a lie. It's a lie. Hallelujah. When you get serious with God, when you come to the foot of the cross and you repent of your sin, means you change your mind and say, God, I've had enough of this filthiness. I don't want, I've had enough of this homosexuality. I've had enough of this lesbianism. I had enough of this bisexuality. I've had enough of this fornication and this adultery or this transgenderism. Hallelujah. God will deliver you. But first you have to come to know the truth. Ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Unless you know the truth that you can and will be be set free if you come to Jesus Christ and repent of your sin and receive him as by faith as your savior you will never experience God's salvation deliverance and grace but when you do you will experience it praise God hallelujah you will experience his love you'll experience his grace you'll experience his salvation when you come to Jesus Christ and the Bible says if the son therefore shall make you free Hallelujah. Ye shall be free indeed. You will experience the same freedom that multitudes throughout the generations have experienced. And that's redemption and salvation and complete deliverance from homosexuality, transgenderism, bisexuality, lesbianism, adultery, fornication, lying, stealing, gambling. Put the name on it. You can, whatever name you want to put on it. Amen. Whatever sin you want to put there. God will deliver you. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah from it. God will deliver you. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask a thing. But you got to come to him. He tells you to repent. He tells you to turn from your sin. But what does the government tell you? It can't be done. Is the government's lying to you, lying to you. We're going to see that from the Word of God in a moment. But I want to just read some of the, some of the, uh, some other thing, uh, something else from the Word of God pertaining to the sin of transgenderism. Oh, what is the sin of what is transgender genderism essentially? They claim it's going from one gender to another gender, and so called changing your sex. You can't change your sex. Nobody can do that. When you're born a man, you're, you're a man for life. You're born a woman, you're a woman for life. It's as simple as that. You have no authority to change your gender. You can't, your, 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 your sex, and even your gender. You are who you are. Amen. You'll never, if you're a man, you'll never be a woman. If you're a woman, you'll never be a man. So here's what the Bible says about transgenderism. All it really is, okay, is cross-dressing. It's cross-dressing. So Deuteronomy chapter 22 and verse number five says, the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so are abomination unto the Lord. Amen. Thy God. I'll read that again. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. A man putting on lipstick, putting on pantyhose, putting on a bra, amen, he could put breasts on himself, he could cut off his penis and, put, and, and try to do everything else. It doesn't make him a woman. It will never make him a woman. A woman can go ahead and put on a penis and, and, and use testosterone pills and get all kinds of, of you know, uh, facial hair, whatever the case. It will never make her a man. She may look like a man, he may look like a woman, but they're not. They're not. And everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. You can't do it. But let's play the game, right? Let's play the game. So now you got religious leaders playing the game. They don't even know God. They're not even Christians. They're not even going to heaven. They're going to hell, but they're lying to people. And they think, oh, oh, this is wonderful. This is, this is great. Homosexuality, transgenderism, wonderful. We need to ban conversion therapy, right? So what, what, what does this all mean, okay? We're going to go to understanding how this thing is getting out of hand, okay? And how we got to where we are. 
in, De- in December of 2020, there were more than 370 figures from, I'm just going to read, I'm going to read this article from CNN.com. And the, the article states, religious leaders call for global ban on so-called gay conversion therapies. And I'm going to quote the, the uh, article. Quote, hundreds of religious leaders have joined forces to push a global ban on gay conversion therapies, treatments that claim to be able to change a person's sexual orientation or identity. More than 370 figures from the world's main religions have signed the declaration, which also calls for an end to violence against and the criminalization of of LGBT plus people, according to a press release published Wednesday. The declaration marks the launch of the Global Interfaith Commission on LGBT plus lives, backed by key figures from from 35 countries, including Archbishop Desmond Tutu, which just passed away a few days ago. Former Chief Rabbi of Ireland, David Rosen, and former, former Irish President Mary McAleese. So-called conversion therapies, also known as reparative, reparative uh, treatments, rely on the assumption that sexual orientation can be changed or cured. An idea discredited by major medical associations in the UK, in the United States, and elsewhere, which is a lie. How could it be discredited when you have other people that have been delivered from homosexuality all over the world? both past, present, and future. It's a lie. But they want to create this lie and this narrative. False science. The Bible is the opposition of science falsely so-called. It's science that's false. It's not true science. It's a lie. Amen? It's a lie. They're giving you misinformation. Hallelujah. Misinformation. Okay, here we go on. However, they remain legal in many countries, including the United Kingdom, despite the country's current government uh, commitment to, ending, to end the practice. Okay, Um, I'm not going to read the rest of it, but you understand where this is coming from. All these leaders coming out, right? Buddhist leaders and all these so-called Christian leaders that are not really Christian coming out saying it's okay. This was last year, right, in December. Bishop Desmond Tutu that just passed away. I hope he got right with the Lord Jesus Christ before he died. I hope he got saved. Unfortunately, if he didn't, the Bible says he'll go to hell. I hope he got right with the Lord because he supported homosexuality. He supported transgender. He supported all the sin, trying to pretend he's a man of God when he wasn't. I hope he died with Christ before he died, but I hope he repented and got saved before he, he died. I don't know. But while he lived, he didn't know God, according to the Bible. I don't condemn the man. The Bible condemns him. I have no authority to condemn anybody in my own self, but the scriptures do. And the Bible says very clearly that if we do not know Jesus Christ, if we do not preach his word, amen, faithfully, will be judged by him on the day of judgment. That's why Paul told Timothy, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who should judge the quicker and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom preach the word. And that's Second Timothy chapter number four, verses one and two. Now, the Bible says, says here, rather, not the Bible, I'm going to look at, before we read from the scripture, I want to look at conversion therapy. Now, in Canada, Conversion therapy, therapy to be illegal in Canada in 30 days. Now, this is from the CTV News, uh, ctvnews.ca uh, news website in Canada. I'm going to quote this. No, it says this. The federal legislation to ban conversion therapy practices in Canada received royal assent on Wednesday, meaning the bill is now a law, but the new criminal offenses won't be in effect until early January. Per the coming 
into force provisions of the bill, the four new criminal code violations will be enacted 30 days after it received royal assent, which will be January the 7th. That means that in a month it will be illegal to subject someone of any age consenting or not to so-called conversion therapy. Okay? So, as of January 7th, it will be a, cr- a crime punishable by up to five years in prison to cause another person to un- undergo conversion therapy. And if someone is found to be promoting and advertising or profiting from providing the practice, they could face up to two years in prison. Okay. After the federal government tabled Bill C-4 on November the 29th, MPs unanimously agreed to swiftly pass the bill through all legislative stages in the House of Commons without changes on December the 1st. Now, here's what we're looking at right now. Bill C-4. What is Bill C-4? Well, Bill C-4, as we just, we just read it just now from the CTV News, Bill C-4 is, is a law banning conversion therapy, which could be punishable in some cases from up to up to two years in prison and some other cases up to five years. Now, I'm going to go right now on the parliamentary.com, P-A-R-L dot C-A website, and this, because Bill C-4 now, the violations to the law is actually in the criminal code in Canada, okay? In the criminal code in Canada, all right? So I'm going to read to you what conversion therapy, the definition of conversion therapy, um, uh, according to Section 320 of, of the criminal code in this country, okay? Definition of a conversion th- of conversion therapy. Conversion therapy means, and I quote, conversion therapy means a practice, treatment, or service designed to A, change a person's sexual orientation to heterosexual, B, change a person's gender identity to cisgender, C, change a person's gender expression so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth, D, repress or reduce non-heterosexual attraction or sexual behavior, E, repress a person's non-cisgender gender identity, or F, repress or reduce a person's gender expression that does not conform to the sex assigned to the person at birth. Okay. Now, it says in the Criminal Code Section 320.102, Conversion Therapy, Quote, everyone who knowingly causes another person to undergo conversion therapy, including by providing conversion therapy to that person, to that other person, is A, guilty of an indictable offense and liable to imprisonment for a term not more than five years, or B, guilty of an offense punishable on summary conviction. Now, you can read that yourself, all that information on parole.ca, okay? They say, for greater certainty, and I quote, for greater certainty, this definition does not include a practice, treatment, or service that relates to the exploration or development of an, integri- of an integrated, in, in, integrated personal identity, such as a practice, treatment, or service that relates to a person's gender tra- transition. And that, it is, and that is not based on an assumption that a person's sexual identity, gender identity, or gender expression is to be preferred over another. Listen, and I finished the quote. Finished the quote. Now, here's the thing. What does this mean? Well, it means that they define conversion therapy as a practice, treatment, or service. A practice. Well, we practice, amen, our Christian faith. Christians do that, right? We're supposed to do it by the, by the word of God. Amen. And we practice what the scriptures teach. And so 
obviously, if we, we practice what the Bible teaches and says, amen, we're going to tell people that they can change, amen, their sexual t- orientation to heterosexual, according to the Bible. That can happen they, because they're, they're born heterosexual. No one is born a homosexual. They're born, everybody is born by biology a heterosexual. Simple as that. No such thing as a third gender. Jesus says he made them in the beginning male and female. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 19. There's no third gender out there. Oh, there's a third gender. No, there's not. Jesus says there's not. There's only male and female. He only created the male and female. Well, why do some people have two uh, sexual organs? Well, because, one, because listen, we were living in a fallen world, right? But they are either male or female. They're not male and male and female and female. Nothing like that. When you go back to the simple biological roots of that individual, you'll find out that they are male and female. Amen. And so that ideology is false. So now we want to go, we're not going to go into all that. Some other time maybe we could talk more about that in detail. But listen, this is the thing. The Bible says, so the Bible teaches us that those that a person can definitely repent of their sin, which is homosexuality in this case, and come to Christ and be saved. And many people have done that. You know, I've heard of uh, people have done that. Donnie McClurkin, he said he was homosexual, repented, and he turned from that. So here's the thing, other people. Now, Unfortunately, I heard Donna McClurkin is married to a, a divorced woman, unfortunately. Hopefully repents of that and comes right with God. But he says he's been delivered of homosexuality. And multiple numbers have done so, have, have said so, and have, and have a testimony by which God has delivered them. Okay? They say you to change a person's gender identity to cisgender. In other words, you tell somebody that they're a man, that he's not a woman, amen, that, you, that you're really a man, that, 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 would that be illegal? Yeah, it's a practice. Definitely. They can say, look, you have violated, amen, um, section 320.101 of the criminal code. Hmm. This could refer to parents even. Refer to preachers, parents. Look, this is not even just a street preacher like myself or, or going on the street and preaching the Bible. This goes even deeper than that. You got to understand this, how serious this bill is. Okay, C, change a person's gender expression so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth. Say that their expression that they're, that they're promoting is sin, is cross-dressing, and that they are to be called, amen, their birth gender, which, which is what they are. They're a man, they're a man. They'll never be a woman, right? Roy will never be Roxanne. Bill will never be Barbara, Huh? Joanne will never be Joe. Hallelujah. Amen? That's what the Bible teaches us. But they're saying if you do that, amen, to change a person's expression, just their expression, so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth, you could be charged with this. You could be charged with violating the conversion therapy ban. Even if you just do the practice, Amen? Repress or reduce non-heterosexual attraction or sexual behavior. Okay. Someone says, oh, I, I, you know, me being attracted to somebody who's, you know, the, of, my, of the same gender preacher, I want you to pray this. Pray for me. I don't want, to, I don't want that in my life. I, want to re- I don't want that. I want to turn from these filthy, rotten desires and feelings. Yes, they're filthy, rotten. The Bible calls them vile affection. I don't call, the Bible calls them vile sin, shameful desires. Amen. Justin Trudeau said, oh, it's despicable. He's despicable by saying what he said. Because he's violating the very Bible and condemning these people to hell. I make no apology about this. This is the word of God. Romans 1 says it's vile affection. It's shameful, wicked, perverse, hellish, wicked desires. And, and so is the desire, amen, to 
molest a child. It's just shameful or a desire to sleep with an animal. Huh? Even the desire for men to have a woman that's not his wife is despicable and sinful and ungodly. All sin, amen, the Bible says is, is wicked. All sin will experience the judgment of God. All unrighteous, but we can also experience God's grace. How to do you when we, when we repent of our sin and accept Jesus Christ by faith as our Savior and Lord. Now, repress a person's cisgender gender identity. So they're saying, oh, you, you, you know, you just, just to repress it, try to stop it. Amen. A parent, anybody that tries to say to somebody, oh, no, you shouldn't have those feelings. Could they be convicted under this, this new law? Yes. Oh, no, you can't. No, that won't happen. They're lying. Of course, it's going to be used and stretched to that point. 100%. Satan is not pleased with just, amen, attacking it on the face, on the surface level. He wants to go deep and attack the church and say, shut up, preacher. You better not preach it. Now we'll incarcerate you. We'll throw you away in jail. You won't see a family. You won't see your kids. Hallelujah. You won't see nobody else. Everybody's going to hate your guts and hate me. Hallelujah. As long as he loves me. Glory be to God. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Jesus said, he that saves his life will lose it, but he that saves his life for my sake shall see life. I want to see him. Glory be to God. I want to be faithful to Jesus. I want to serve God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I want to love him and love my neighbor as myself. I want to see people saved from the depths of hallelujah, from the depths of going to the depths of hell and be amen, born again by the spirit of God. That's my desire as a minister of the gospel. Hallelujah. I need to preach it to you. The government is lying to you. The scientists are not giving you science. It's, it's false science. Hardly uh, is oppositions of science falsely so-called. Uh, they cannot, amen, hallelujah, argue against simple biology. That a man's body is made to be with a woman's body in the confines of holy matrimony. That a woman's body is made to be with a man's body in the confines of holy matrimony. That a man is born a man and can never be a woman. That uh, a woman is born a woman uh, and can never be a man. Are you hearing what I'm preaching? Uh, the devil is a liar. Amen. These laws are from the pit of hell. They are satanic in essence. They are demonic in essence. They violate the laws of almighty God that go against the court of the universe and God will bring every courtroom, every judge, every lawyer, every government official in judgment on the day of judgment for violating his wonderful law. Are you hearing what I'm preaching? I'm shutting out heaven to those who need to hear the gospel. It's a lie from the pit of hell. I'm here to preach the truth. Hallelujah. Without apology, without um, hallelujah, any kind of apology for my lips. I'm here to tell you that you need to come to Jesus Christ. Turn away from your homosexuality. Turn away from your transgenderism. Turn away from your bisexuality. Turn away from your lesbianism. Hallelujah. And come to the Lord Jesus Christ and be delivered by his grace. You could be saved and set free. The devil's a liar. He set so many people free from whatever sin is. Cigarettes, drugs, alcohol, pornography. I don't care. You can name that and put it on there. Jesus will set you free. Hallelujah. But you've got to come to him in sincerity, in genuine repentance. And then he will do that. When you're serious with God and you're fed up with your sins, I've had enough. F, finally. For a pre they say here in the conversion therapy definition, quote, repress or reduce a person's gender expression that does not conform to the sex assigned to the person. Number. Look, they're, they're, they're trying to say, look, not only telling them that they shouldn't live that way, but trying to repress those feelings, saying those things are not good. You shouldn't have. That's conversion therapy. 
I don't think many people today understand the serious nature of this thing. You have a grandchild. You have a son. You have a daughter. You have a, a cousin, a nephew. I have, a, I have a, a cousin, right, my uncle's son, trans, dressing in, in seven, eight years old, I believe it is, seven, I can't remember, seven or eight, dressing like a girl all the time. My grandfather had a, just died there in the month of October, this year of 2021. And uh, I was told by my uncle, we don't want you to come to preach. We want you to come, but we don't want you to come and talk about transgenderism. Amen. I have another family member that's a homosexual. He said, don't want you to talk about homosexuality. <laughs> we don't want you to talk about that if you come to the funeral. You know what I said? I said, I'm not coming. I'm not coming to the funeral. I love you all, but I'm not coming. If this is not invited, God's not invited, Jesus Christ is not invited, and I can't speak his word, I'm not coming. I don't want to be there. Amen? I love my family. I love them with all of my heart. I pray for them. I wept for them. I cry for them. Amen? I, I still do so, do so today, and I will do so tomorrow, and I'll do so in the future. But the reality is, I will, because I love them, I will never compromise the word of God. Amen? And try to justify this sin in order to have, amen, some kind of fellowship, in order to have some kind of uh, uh, meal with them, Christmas dinner or whatever. No, sir. I don't look at this. This is the thing. This, this gospel is so important. Jesus says, if you if you do not deny yourself, amen, and if you put your mother, your father, your brother, your family, your wife, or whoever before me, you cannot be my disciples, what he said, amen? You cannot be saved. You cannot be a Christian. You cannot be going to heaven. You are not a child of God if you put anybody before me, is what Jesus said. You can't do that, amen? You have to put Christ first. I didn't go to the funeral. I didn't go, and I have no regret for doing so. If you're going to ask me as a preacher not to preach the word of God and just preach what we like, no, I'm not, I'm not into that. Oh, 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 many people won't go to your church. That's fine. It's up to them. I'm not, here to get a, I'm not here to get numbers. I want souls to be saved. And this is why we preach the gospel. This conversion therapy, amen, eventually is going to see who is real in the churches today. Who is real? Who's really serving the Lord? Okay? Now, the Bible says that they... Amen. That do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But they also, in the Corinthian church, that were doing these things, were set free by the grace of God. Hallelujah. And were born again by his spirit. Now here's what the Bible says. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Know ye not the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. I love this. Listen to verse 11. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and, listen now, by glory, the spirit, hallelujah, of our God. Amen. He says, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. Such were some of who? Some of them were what? Fornicators. Having sex before marriage with a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever or whoever they're with doesn't matter. It could be anybody. But there are two so fornications between two unmarried people, idol uh, no idolaters, people who worship idols, Ganesh, Shiva, Allah or whatever. Allah's an idol, according to the Bible. He's not the God of Israel. He's not the true and living God. He says Allah has no son. He denies that Jesus Christ died on the cross. He denies that he rose from the dead. He denies that he's the Son of God. He denies that he's not God in the flesh. It's an idol. It's a false god. 
You worship Allah, it's a worship of false God, you need to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Repent of your sin and believe the gospel. Amen. The true God, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Now, that's idolatry. Well, they will not go to heaven. Some of these people in the Corinthian church were idol worshippers. The Bible says, nor adulterous. Well, that's very simple. A man going with another woman, that's not his wife. A woman going with another man, that's not her husband. Adulterous will not inherit the kingdom of God. And understand this list is not exhaustive. Paul is just writing some of these brief sins, amen, so they can have an understanding, amen, that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Obviously, obviously there's a lot more sins, amen, as he mentions in Galatians and other places, amen, whereby people will not go to heaven, right? Of, of course, it doesn't matter what sin it is. It will lead us out of heaven, amen. That's why we've got to repent and trust the Lord Jesus Christ by faith to be our saving Lord. Now, the Bible says, no effeminate. Now, People like to say, oh, I don't know what effeminate means. Like, yeah, effeminate, is, is, it means a, a man acting like a woman. Now, in this context, it means even something a little deeper than that. I don't want to get too graphic, but I just want to be brief and basic about it. it the word effeminate here, okay, it refers to a man acting like a woman in the sex act. That's all I want to go into deep as I want to go into it. Acting like a woman in the sex act. Another man is, is doing something to that man. Sodomizing him. I'm going to say it. The Bible says, nor effeminate. And then it says, nor abuses of themselves of mankind. Abuses of themselves of mankind is those who are committing the act of sodomy, who are sodomizing somebody else. Or it could be a man or woman. Sodomy is sin. Okay. The Bible says, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor violence, extortions shall inherit the kingdom of God. But as such are some of you, praise God. Some of these people were homosexuals. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of them were sodomites. God delivered them from their sin. Many of them could be lesbians, whatever it may be. Christ delivered them. Such were some of you. You're not that anymore. When you come to Christ, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away because all things now, hallelujah. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. That's what Jesus does. He delivers you from your sin. But what does Satan want to do with this conversion therapy band as I close this? Amen. This important podcast. This is what the Bible says, amen, in 2 Corinthians. Okay. 2 Corinthians. And we find it in chapter, amen, number four, the fourth chapter of 2 Corinthians. So 2 Corinthians, amen, chapter number four. And the Bible gives us a clear understanding of the tactic of Satan, how he wants to deceive multitudes of souls. And his number one tactic is this. Okay, understand this. All right. I'm going to read a few verses before I get to the verse that I'm, I want to focus on. Second Corinthians chapter 4, therefore seeing, uh, chapter 4, therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We faint not, but have renounced, I love it, the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, listen now, but by manifestation of the truth. What does that mean? Manifest means that we're going to expose the truth. We're going to manifest it. We're going to reveal the truth. But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to make sure that we reveal the truth to everybody, every soul on the earth that needs to hear the gospel to be saved. Here's what the Bible says. But if our gospel be hid, 
Hallelujah. It is hid to them that are lost. Verse 4. And whom the God of this world hath blinded. Listen now. The minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Who is the image of God should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord. And ourselves your servants for Jesus sake. Listen to this. If our gospel be hid it is hid to them that are lost. In whom the Bible says the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, just shine unto them. The number one thing Satan wants to do is blind. Keep the blinders on. And not tell them the glorious gospel of Christ that will take the blinders off by which they can see salvation. And God, forgive me and save me, Lord Jesus, to be safe from the wrath to come. Because his goal is to damn souls to hell. So he does this now by legislation. Through this conversion therapy ban which took place in Canada and which will be criminalized on January the 7th of 2022. And so that's what Satan does. That's why he works through the false prophet, the false preacher, the false teacher, amen, condemning the preaching against homosexuality and other sins. Oh, we shouldn't preach it. We need to preach the love of God. They're not even preaching the love of God. They're making it sound like it is love. It's not love. Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love does not seek its own, amen. They're seeking their own because they want to keep their job. They don't want to be ostracized, amen, by the rest of the world to be marginalized or hated by everybody else. They want to keep their position, keep their house, keep their money, amen. Well, what about the prophets of God look at Jeremiah when everybody hated Jeremiah he still this said thus saith the Lord hallelujah and went and told the people what God said in spite of being hated by everybody in spite of being despised by everybody what about John the Baptist what did John do when he told Herod it's not lawful for thee to have Herodias thy brother Philip's wife and what happened to him his head was chopped off by Herod amen because Herodias wanted the head of the man of God John the Baptist Today they would say, oh, John was a hateful preacher. Oh, John was a terrible preacher. Why did John do such a hateful preaching? What did Jesus say, boy, John? <laughs> Jesus said, there's never been a prophet greater than John the Baptist. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What's going to happen in Revelation, the 11th chapter? Read it in your Bible. Revelation chapter number 11, read it in your Bible because it talks about the two witnesses that will come uh, during the tribulation period and when they come the whole world is going to hate them so much they're going to give gifts one toward another hmm wow because they tormented them upon the earth preaching against them prophesying against their wickedness their perversion their ungodliness their, their sin their filthiness hallelujah their wickedness preaching against every vile lewd wave unrighteousness all their abominations hallelujah that's what we have to do as a preacher tell them all their sins and then give them the hope of eternal life that their sins can be forgiven not just give them their sin but give them their sins can be forgiven through the Lord Jesus Christ there's hope your sins can't be forgiven you don't have to go to hell, but you can be delivered. If you're a homosexual, you can and you can be delivered. You need to be delivered from your sin. You're not born that way. I was born this way. You're not born that way. And if you think you are born that way, guess what? You could be born again. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Christ can deliver you. The spirit of God can come inside of you and regenerate you. And you can become a child of the living God. Hallelujah. You can, and then when you do, you'll hate what God hates. You'll love what God loves. Amen. Your mind will be Hallelujah. transformed. Hallelujah. You'll be transformed to his way. According to his word. And you'll believe what the Bible says. Don't believe what the government is saying to you right now. 
We don't know what's going to happen, how far this conversion from repentance is definitely, amen, going to lead many people into incarceration. Could even be myself because I refuse to listen to that garbage. I'm a man of God by his grace. I have not always in my life always pleased the Lord in everything I've ever said and done. But I am walking holy before God and I'm living for him and I'm serving him. Amen. By his wonderful grace and by his spirit and with his help and by his power, I will do what's right and speak the truth so people can be saved from their sins. That's my job as a preacher. I will not conform to this world and preach a lie that will damn people to hell. And that will lead them to hell and tell people that you can still be homosexual and be a Christian. You can be a, you can be a homosexual Christian without committing the act. Even Bill C-4 would have you incarcerated. You cannot do that and think you're going to make it to heaven. Think you're going to make it to heaven, number one. But the thing that you're going to escape Bill C-4, you're not. You're not going to make it. You're going to be, you're going to be, amen, under the same condemnation of the criminal code. If you think that you can say you can be a homosexual Christian but don't commit the act. If you repress those feelings, it's part of Bill C-4 that we just read. You suppress those homosexual feelings. Amen. By telling people you can be a homosexual Christian and not commit the act, which is a lie anyway. You can't be a homosexual Christian. Those are things a homosexual Christian. Those are things an adulterous Christian or a fornicative Christian or a devil-worshipping Christian or a witchcraft Christian or a psychic Christian. No such thing. When you get saved, you get rid of them horoscopes, get rid of them tarot cards, get rid of that Ouija board, amen, somebody. Hallelujah. You get rid of all that heavy metal music, all that worldly music, all the country western music, all the hip-hop music, all the worldly music. You listen to good gospel music now when you're saved, amen, somebody. All the worldly videos, all the worldly ungodly movies, and you serve the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's what you do when you're saved, when you're born again. And then you live a holy life by yielding yourself to the Spirit of God. Oh, nobody can live holy today. You're lying. You're deceived. If ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, ye shall live. It's all about whether you want to yield yourself to the Spirit. And many, thank you, God, thank you, Jesus, former homosexuals, former transgendered, former lesbians, praise God, who are now children of God and who are now the people of God saved from their homosexuality and their transgenderism, have a testimony that God delivered them and they're no longer walking in that way, no longer desiring their sin, no longer living in that sin, but are now a child of God set free from their sin. Through the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to be set free from your sin, you can be set free. And you can be delivered, but you got to come to him. you got to repent of your sin. you got to believe the truth, that God is true and every man's a liar. That what the government's saying to you is lies. What these so-called scientists are saying to you is science, false science. Amen. Oh, oh we've, the science has proved. The science proves nothing about that. Other than the fact that, the, well, it does prove something actually about it. It proves that they're wrong. Simple biology proves that they're wrong. Amen. There's no such thing as a gay gene. It's a lie. Amen. And what about those people who've been delivered? Even what about those people who went through conversion therapy where they say that it helped them? Not that conversion therapy, amen, didn't cause damage to everybody. There's some people that said it helped them. Even if some of the practices, but what the shock therapy and all that stuff wasn't, wasn't good, but still they said that it helped them. What about those people? Huh? What do you put those people in your equation? No. Just get misinformation and lie to everybody about it, huh? Liars. But this is what the Bible talks about in the last days. People will be lying. 
And this is what they're doing. They're lying. They're deceiving multitudes of people. And they're leading them to hell. If you want to know the Lord Jesus Christ, you can know him. But this Bill C-4, amen, is only the beginning. More laws will be passed that's contrary to Christianity into the gospel. More laws will be passed that is contrary to Christianity and the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Satan's desires to damn your soul to hell and to persecute the church, the true church of God. Not these false preachers that support all this garbage. You know, we have the Anglican bishop there supporting it. We got the Salvation Army, sadly, in, in the United States uh, supporting transgenderism and homosexuality. Not everybody in the Salvation Army is, is supporting that, but you got the leadership doing it, right? Something's wrong. And not just them, but there's Baptist churches and Pentecostal, look, oh, Pentecostal churches and others that are doing it. You got to get yourself, amen, a Bible-believing church that preaches the word of God faithfully. That's not preaching these lies, but it's preaching the truth, amen? It started with these churches started agreeing with divorce and remarriage, destroying marriage, destroying marriage. And now we got the so-called same-sex marriage and everything goes. No, it's a lie. Don't believe him. Conversion, the ban on conversion theory that you cannot be delivered from your homosexuality is a lie. You can be delivered from your homosexuality. It is sin according to the scriptures we just read. It will lead to hell, but you don't got to go to hell. Hallelujah. You can go to heaven. That's why Christ died for your sins. You can be saved today. If you want to pray your, this prayer with me, a prayer itself can't save you, but Jesus Christ will save you if, if you're sincere. The Lord will deliver you as he delivered other homosexuals, other transgender, other lesbians before in the past. Christ can save you from your sin and give you everlasting life, but you need to accept him as your savior and your lord and don't believe the lie of the, of the government of the united of, of, of canada and of the united states and all these false religious leaders around the world amen bishop desmond tutu's daughter he's dead now but we pray that she gets saved and the rest of them get saved they're leading people to hell they're liars they're deceivers i don't call them a liar who calls them a liar jesus christ the savior the lord jesus christ calls them liars because they don't go in accordance to the word and they speak not according to this word. It is because they have no light inside of them. They don't know God. They are not saved. They're going to hell, fire, and damnation. It's not God's will. God's not God's will. The Bible says he's not willing that any should perish but all come to repentance. But if you don't repent of your homosexuality, you'll go to hell. If you don't repent of your transgenderism, you'll go to hell. You don't repent of your lesbianism, you'll go to hell. If you don't repent of your fornication, your adultery, you'll go to hell. I didn't say that the Bible says that, not me. But cross by Christ died so you can be saved. So don't believe the false teachers, the false preachers, the government's telling you a pack of lies and that's leading to the Antichrist. This is all leading to the Antichrist. The rapture of the church is about to take place. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming as a thief in the night. That's why you got to be ready to meet him. The, the, the curtain is about to close. Hallelujah. You, the trumpet is about to sound. You need to be ready to be the Lord. If you've not repented, oh, I'll repent tomorrow. I think I'll just do my sin tomorrow. You don't, you don't know if you have tomorrow. The Bible says, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You don't know the last moment and the last day of your life. Look at what happened to those in Kentucky. This tornado just blew right in the midst of all these precious people in the state of Kentucky. Just killed multiple numbers of people. Because hmm? our building in Florida just collapsed out of nowhere. Middle of the night, people dead. Just go to bed, you think everything's fine, you're dead. People dying of heart attacks. People dying of this, people dying of that. You don't know when your last moment of your life is. 
And if you don't know Christ, you'll die in your sin and lift up your eyes in hell just like the rich man from Luke's gospel chapter number 16. You lift up your eyes in hell being in torment. That's not what Christ wants for you. That's not what God wants for you. He wants you to be saved. He wants you to repent. So repent now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation it's time to call upon the name of the lord and for whosoever hallelujah shall call on the name of the lord shall be saved you will be saved if you call upon his name and truly repent he will save you don't believe the devil's oh no i won't be saved yes you will be if you truly repent truly come to him and surrender your life to him you will be delivered and you will praise god be set free through the son of god you can know him today you don't have to go to hell just repent of your sins today, amen, and be saved today. No matter if you're homosexual, transgender, lesbian, whatever sin you are, you could be saved from that sin and be delivered. Indeed, you need to before it's too late. Just pray this prayer with me, and just pray this prayer with me, and Christ will save you, amen. He'll give you everlasting life, amen. And mean it sincerely from your heart. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you rose again from the dead according to the Holy Scriptures. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I don't deserve heaven. I deserve hell. But thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. And Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior, both now and forever. And I commit my life in your hands, and I believe your word. I believe the gospel. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, I will live for you, serve you, and walk with you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. If you pray that prayer, we'd like to, amen, for you to go on our website, internationaldeliveranceministries.org, and go on our salvation tab where you'll find our booklet, What It Means to Be Born Again, absolutely free. Amen. What It Means to Be Born Again. You can read that booklet right on our website. You can download it, whatever you want to do. Absolutely free. Praise God. That will help you as you walk with the Lord in your new walk with Jesus Christ as a new Christian. Amen. New born again Christian. Amen. We thank God for that, and we want the Lord to touch your heart with that. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for you. Amen. We're praying for all of those. Listen to the sound of my voice. You can be saved and delivered. If you're serving the Lord, continue to serve him. This conversion therapy band will come at you. Amen. And will challenge you and may even prosecute you. Hallelujah. But rejoice and be exceeding glad because great is your reward in heaven. It will only be for... Um, um, for a brief moment in time amen, and compared to eternity hallelujah that means we passed from the second death from death to life and then we'll be with jesus forever praise god in that new jerusalem ruling and reigning with him so don't be deceived by these lies but serve the lord jesus christ we love you We're praying for you god bless praise god god bless you praise god